Welcome everyone to another episode of Bravcast. I'm Raj. I'm Mick. Mick is back. Mick. Back in Mick it. to life. Well, that's exactly how it feels. That's Are you back you know, to reality? Yeah, I think reality hit today when I logged on for work. <laughs> oh yeah, because you just, you were um, on vacation, right? Yeah, exactly. Vacation, bruv. You know what though? You, I, I had my first, I had a, the first call of the day with um with my manager and he goes mm-hmm. to me, <laughs> my manager, right? And he goes to me, oh, happy, good? You go, uh, yeah, good, good to be back? And I was like, yeah, I'm very happy. And he goes, oh, don't sound too excited. <laughs> he, go, well, he goes, what's wrong? I was like, oh, just... I just don't want to be here no more. Yeah, yeah, at work. Yeah, I was that honest. I was that honest, yeah. And he goes, yeah, me either, man. And then the whole mood just (laughs) went down in (laughs) somber. That's it. And then he was just just quiet. Killed the mood, man. And then uh, we just quickly had our chat in that that same tone. And we uh, left it at that. Rav, you know what, yeah? Your mood yeah. is contagious. Whether it's a good mood or a bad mood, you can literally pass that. You can transmit it to someone instantly sometimes if they're, you know if they're receptive. That is, that is definitely a valid point, yeah? So I'll give, you, I'll give you a quick story. Once I was... Do you remember when we went, when we went Vegas, yeah? Hmm. And I was sharing a room with Ash, and Ash... Once, space, you know, he. I was stressed about something that happened at work. You imagine you're in a happy holiday mood, yeah, and mm. then you look at your email and something's gone wrong, which you're responsible for, and your mood and everything. You know, your fight or flight kind of yeah, thing yeah. just your is drained from you. And someone like when you're when someone's around you, they can sense it instantly, and it's like, what's wrong? You're what's wrong? You're giving me anxiety. You know what I mean? In it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's true. It happens though, man. But you go from Happy Harry, bro, yeah, to Pankaj Udas, bro. Pankaj. Pankaj Udas. No, but you have that at work, bro. You have some, you're like, you might be working with someone who's uh, in a tizzy, bro. That's how I would describe it. Just like stressed, stressed about everything all the time, constantly. And it can go one of two ways. You can either get worked up with that person and both of you are tizzied, yeah? Or you can reassure that person and be like, I know, it's okay, it's all good. You know, we can kind of like work through whatever it is. But yeah, it is, I find find that like your emotional state can be extremely contagious. So yeah, clearly your your manager was uh, inherited that from you. Yeah, he just, I, I literally passed it on to him and he was wearing it for the rest of the day, probably. <laughs> well, but also we need to announce some news though, man, because uh, a couple of episodes ago, you had a job interview oh, and yeah. uh, you said that you were going to, you know, let us know how it went. Yeah, what, yeah I got the, the situation. Job <laughs> I did in huh? my notice. <laughs> Pack you my bags, bro. <laughs> you got it. Out of it. <laughs> Yeah, that's why. That's why you're yeah. being more honest and transparent with your boss. Do you know what? I'm not gonna lie. That's exactly what it was, man. Uh, to the, you know, I there were certain things I said today which it was like just gave zero fucks. Not because I don't care about the role, the role anymore, or anything like that. Just you know, is what it is, right? Um, it's funny, isn't it? Um, but yeah, man, got the role. Um, you know, took a took about a week to decide if I if I really you know want you know. 
wanted to make it reality because I, even I was like umming and ahhing, you know, uh, about mm. it because when you're in a com- you know, comfort zone for so long. But you know what? Yeah, man, excited, accepted it, excited about it. And um, yeah, lucky in it that I get to announce this. Otherwise, we would never have brought, you would never have brought this up. I'd be like, Raj, yeah, we're not bringing that up. <laughs> yeah, like, we'll kill, kill that episode. Edit, edit all of that job interview stuff out. <laughs> when do you start that job? Um, March the twentieth. Okay. Oh, so you yeah. got some, you got some time. I've got some time, man. I've got some time. So, um, but yeah, man. How about you, bruv? What's been going on? Uh, what has been going on? We are sleep training right now, bruv. Have you ever had to do sleep training? You know what? No, no. The kids were. <sighs> The kids were good sleepers and also they but they like I said, right? I, we spoke about this before as well. They were really bad eaters, so never had to do sleep training. I don't think I would have had the patience for it, man. So what um, they would just like sleep straight up and sleep through the night? So they would sleep they would sleep through the night, but obviously when they needed feeds, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, they'd either wake up or we'd wake them up basically. But sleeping wasn't a problem, you know, for okay. them as much as eating is or was basically. So um and someone actually asked me that asked me a question because we knew a couple who had a um a kid the same age as our our little one as well right and they had steep was a problem so they were like would you and, and eating was a problem for us and they were, you know they asked me a question would you trade the better mm. eating for sleep it's a tough one and i never it's ever a tough one because they're both very frustrating oh they're so frustrating because it's like if they don't sleep, that's going to impact you because you're stressed. You haven't got, you haven't had enough rest, and that's just you know, it's like being hungover, waking up like a zombie, hungover, bro. Yeah? yeah, and then you've got the eating thing where it it it's like you have to deal with people's comments. Oh, doesn't she eat? Oh, doesn't he eat? Katina tea. Katina tea. Yeah, and obviously my kids don't, they understand Gujarati, they don't speak it back, so they don't, <laughs> they just, they don't just stare at them. Exactly, yeah. Um, <laughs> or they'll be like, you know, and then you have to hit, and you're like, oh. and then when you go to someone's house, something, it's like you're sitting there feeding them, you're spoon feeding your kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And the worst, you know, the worst thing is, yeah, when they, when the person whose house you've gone to or the other kid around you is the same age as your kids and they're eating fine, bruv. They're yeah, independent. Bro. They're munching their broccoli. They're doing this. And they're like, oh, fen-, you know, and you're like, great. And you know what? You're not trying to sh- throw any shade on it yet, but you're like, oh, great. Yeah. Because you have to hear it from your parents. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? It is what it is, bruv. Um, you know what? People grow out of it. But anyway, go on. What, um, your, your sleep training. How hard yeah, is so it? Yeah, so we are using the... Ferber method I think it's called um so you're basically kind of like teaching them to sleep without you putting them to sleep or rocking them to sleep and then you're kind of checking in on them at like three five seven minutes and then each day it changes and you increase it to like five seven ten I think it is and then all the way up to like half an hour sessions so we've been doing that um it's been going okay. It's been going okay. She's uh, she's sleeping through the night, um, which she hasn't done before. Uh, so yeah, I'll see. I'll see how it goes. Today, actually, my struggle to share with you, bro. I might as well get into it. 
we were getting this work done right and um bruv we've discussed this on the podcast we've literally said if you if you go cheap you pay twice okay but I, all i have to do all i had to do was get skirting boards installed right and then I'm, I'm having decorators come to do the painting so i was like i will find someone to just install the skirting boards it's not the walls are pretty like straightforward it shouldn't be a big deal so i get this guy to come over bro he comes over and he's like um he, he gives it a go but you know you know when you meet someone who isn't confident in their ability bro <laughs> huh <laughs> you know you know you know, <laughs> you know what yeah you can talk to them and you're like and they got to luggage bro yeah cuz there's something there's something that is not right with them yeah I got that vibe from him. And I was like, I've already, he's already on the clock. So, and I kept telling myself, it's a straightforward job. You just need to put the boards up. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah okay, okay, I'll give it a go. And then I, I went into the kitchen and then he called me over because, oh, you know what? These walls aren't straight. And look, you, the skirting board isn't, it's not going to fit flush. So you need to do skimming. You need to skim the walls, right? Because we had to get the damp proofing uh, treatment done. So I'm like, okay, fine. So then he calls the guy, his, his other mate comes over. So that guy comes in. This one's different, right? It's like Ramosham, bruv. Yeah, this one's opposite. This one gives you bare confidence when you walk in. It's like, oh, God, what? You know when you, it's, it's, I don't know. I have this feeling where I'm, when I'm dealing with a professional who knows about something more than I do, if they're very confident about it, I give them so much faith, bruv. I'm like, oh my God, you can, you can do my whole house. <laughs> you can do everything, yeah? <laughs> So this guy came in, Anthony, yeah, and then he was like, "Oh yeah, I'll I'll, I'll I'll do your do your skimming for you." And then this other guy, this Lutko, right, the one that's doing my uh, my skimming, was just chilling, just chilling, yeah. He's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna go," um, because obviously he's got to wait for it to dry. So he he bounces, and then um, once the skirting is like once the um, the glue the the uh, filler that he put was was put on the once it dried um no actually it didn't dry that day because for some reason it was super cold right so like this guy this lot goes like okay don't worry i'll come back in two days time and it was not drying for some reason then i called the guy that did the damp proofing and he said to me you cannot put anything uh on top of that gap that gap is meant to be there so the walls can breathe right so then i had to call this guy back over to take off what he had done what his mate had done so now this job is just getting more and more long now i'm having decorators coming in so i was stressed out and then he was like don't worry i'll, I'll put the i'll put the skirting boards in and i was like okay fine even though they're not going to be flushed to the wall and he was like i oh, will just fill up the gaps with glue right because that's what the guy that did the damp proofing told us so i'm like okay fine so i go back into my room uh into the kitchen and then um Bro, it must have been 10 minutes. He comes back in. Like, um, so uh, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit concerned about the skirting. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Okay, what, what's, what's concerning? And then he was like, um, I, I don't, I don't think this is going to fit flush to the wall. I think you're going to have these weird gaps everywhere. And um, yeah, I just want you to know, I'm, I don't mind giving it a go. But I just want you to know that it might not 
look how you think it would. And to me, in me, in my mind, I'm just thinking to myself, this guy's copping out and he's basically giving me a disclaimer right now of like, this is going to be a shit show. But I'm telling you so that when it comes down to it, you can't mar my gun, yeah? And then I was like, no, no, no. If you're not conf- confident in doing this, then I'd rather I'd rather you not do it. Like, put the drill down <laughs> and get out of the house. <laughs> 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 yeah, and go. Um, uh, and he, I don't know, bro. He, but then he wouldn't leave, bro. It was so weird. He was so awkward. I found him on like Airtasker, okay? Where you just pay for a job. It's like TaskRabbit, but in, in this one, you pay for a job. Brother, he was so awkward and um, he was like, uh, well, I, I could try. I was like, no, no, no. You've told me you're not, you've told me that you're not okay with this. He was like, yeah, you know what? It's, it's a very difficult job. He was like, it's the hardest job I've ever done, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> when he said that, I was like, to jane, to ja, bro, yeah? Karu kamaya patig you, bro, yeah? How can you say that, bro? Yeah? How? And then I was like, I can't, I can't let you defend. But then he was, he was in too much, but he was arguing with himself. He was like, but I, oh, it's all right. It's okay. I'll just do it. Should we, uh, should we just do it? I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Bro? Why are you in <laughs> It sounded like he was giving a pep talk to a rubber bag. Should we just do it though? I'll do it. We'll get away with it. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it. You know what it is? It's doubt. Doubt creeped doubt, in bro. to him. It's contagious. And, and the thing is, as soon as he said, I'm concerned, bro, even though you probably had a straight face and professional, yeah, the doubt creeped into your head as well. You know it, you did, right? Inside, you're, you're screaming like a little child. Ah, oh, I can't do this. He can't do this. Oh, what am I going to do now? Yeah. You understand? Like, yeah. And, you're, and you pro- he projects that onto you. You try to keep your cool and you try to hear everything out. And you're like, you're like, you know what? This fucking skirting is never going to be on. My wife is going to be on my case for the rest of my life. Yeah. yeah. yeah? And this sofa is going to be in the middle of this bloody bro, room. The sofa is there the... just in the middle, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's like, you'll be like, my kids are going to use this as bloody apparatus. Yeah. <laughs> in the middle. But you know what? Doubt, man. And you mentioned something about, yeah, which was, you know, when someone comes to your house to do something. Yeah. And if you, if you know, if you've invested in this person because you know the kind of work, you've seen the Instagram page of you've been to see their work, mm. you treat them like a god in your yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, do you want me to get that for you? Do you want some tea? Yeah. Coffee? <laughs> yeah, and and you leave him to his vices because he's an artiste yeah. at work. Whatever he's yeah, thinking, yeah. whether it's carpentry, silicone, yeah. whatever. You've seen his work. There's nothing that this this guy can do this job because he's done something much more complicated, yeah. Yeah, like LED lights flushed into a wall or whatever. Once in a while, right, you get the guy that you mentioned, obviously, that comes through. And <laughs> like you said, bro, this guy does not look like the ad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The ad showed someone with, you know. Competent, bro. bro. Competent. You could just, he, did, he you know, the, the photo in the ad of the man that represents this company says competence. Yeah. Bro, the guy that comes through the door is incompetent. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, imagine this, yeah. It's <laughs> it's like uh, when you go to a barber, yeah, and your 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 regular barber's away, so you had oh, to, oh yeah, 
you've gone around, bro. Yeah, you're like, which do I call up the boys to go to their barber? You know, H's haircut looks sick. You know, mixed looking all right. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Inish? What do I do? And then you you take the chance on on the barber, right? <laughs> and then you have ne- you're so focused because. Haircut has never been more important because obviously you're going out, bro. There's no time for correction. Yeah, no, there's no fine. peak time for this haircut. It's permanent. Yeah, done, it's, it's as good as permanent. If it messes it's, up, it's, it's as good as permanent. You, in in your youth, you forget, right, that your hair grows. Yeah, okay. Within a month, you'll be okay. Or I don't know, within a couple of weeks, you'll be okay because when you're younger, it grows faster, right? And you're thinking, to, and you know, you're watching this guy, and you know that, nah there's something about this guy's makeup it, it doesn't look right he gets a comb out to do a fade or you know what I'm saying? you know what i mean yeah and then he keeps asking you you know you you know, you you've asked he's asked you what would you like you know there's something in um in a tone when someone's providing a service to you yeah there is some something in the way they speak to you right where it gives you confidence like they're like what would you like um so when you tell your barber you want a um a low fade taper cut whatever blah blah blah, and they, that's it that's the only conversation you have and the next conversation you're having with them is if you'd like tea coffee or if you're just gonna chat to them about general yeah mm-hmm. and they're getting on with it but when you have that one person and this is in you know the carpentry trade or building trade any all kind of trades yeah where you have to where that person says okay so you want you know Oh, so you want me to put this skirting on? Okay, great. It's one, you know, an experienced guy will just be like, yeah, that's fine. Uh, there's a gap. There's going to be a gap there, but I can feel that. That's absolutely fine. We'll leave, I'll leave the gap for the wall to breathe as well because it looks like a newly, you know, plastered wall because it's damp. You know, you, you've just got some damp proofing done. You'll be like, that gives you more confidence, mm-hmm. right? But the other guy will be like, oh, so you want damp. Okay, so you want the skirting put on. Oh, okay, cool. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. But, and then they'd have a look at the job. They're looking at you and be like, just, uh, just wanted to, just, just that's make it, sure. Like, is, this moment, you, is this how you wanted it? Is this how you wanted it? They, they start doing the whole asking militant amount of questions. <laughs> you've already given them brief. The tools are there. The, the material is there. You've showed them. How do you want the skirting? They're now holding the skirt against the wall. There's only one way a skirting piece can go, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're asking you. The more questions a barber asks you about how you want your hair cut. Yeah, is this okay? Does this look all right? Look, it gets the mirror. The mirror doesn't is not needed to come out end. in a normal part. It's at the end. end. It's the end. Bro, if he's pulling that mirror out, yeah. <laughs> don't, go, bro. Bro. don't go out, bro. Get the fuck out of that chair. Tell the boys you're not coming out. <laughs> bro, that is the thing, man. You got you know what? You did the right thing. Getting rid of that person out of there is the thing to do no, man I because had to. trust me i had you. to do it bro it was it was too stressful man because i was on the clock mm-hmm. i literally was on the clock i have the decorators coming tomorrow so uh i had to get this ludgo out bro bro he was so unsure <laughs> so unsure of himself <laughs> so unsure of himself <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how you can be that unsure of yourself, man. You know what? Yeah. You know you made the right decision when he when he's when he got to the door and he said, Shall we just do it? So rationalizing with himself. And you're like, what the fuck? No, man. <laughs> Who does that? Who does that? Who tells you that they don't feel confident about it? And then it's like <laughs> Shall we just try it? <laughs> you know what? The world needs those people. You know why? It's just for love. It's just jokes. 
<laughs> you know what? There's one, there's one other character that you might find in these scenarios, yeah? <laughs> so you've got the you've got the experienced, competent person who just give him a brief and he knows he's a master of his trade, he does it. Mm. Then we spoke about the second person who <laughs> he, he's got the makeup of everything, yeah, to be that person, but he's too scared to put a foot wrong, so he's not gonna he starts rationalizing times and self-doubt fucking creeps in and you know, that's it, it's it's over. Then you've got the one person, yeah. <laughs> Bro, he's a master of none, nothing, yeah, but he's got the confidence of fucking Jacques Cousteau, bro. <laughs> I don't even know who Jacques Cousteau is, bro, but I'm just saying. Yeah. He's got the fucking confidence, yeah, of Tom Cruise. You know how Tom Cruise does the fucking stunts himself, yeah, yeah, yeah. bro, yeah? This guy has got the confidence to do anything. So he'll be like, you you know, let's just say this, you've got, a, everyone has a friend like that, yeah? And then you get there, then he gets there, yeah? And then you've got the tools of, nah, nah, I'm a, who got the nacha? Nah, nah, you know, and he, he I don't know. Sell a tape, bro, everything's done with sell a tape. Duck tape, masking tape, and he's like, "Take you there, Joe. Fine, there, fine." And then apra paisa ibachigia, bro. Yeah, and then you're like, "Yeah, ha, both fine, both fine, yeah, bro." And then or he'll come, yeah, and he's got no clue, bro, and he realizes that he's bit enough more than he can chew, yeah, and he's and he starts to say, "Amare the doctor ni appointment chia, je ekle ukale kale, bro." And bro, that guy's gone, man. He ain't coming back. All of a sudden, he's got Tao, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he's got Tao. I'm a Tao language. <laughs> bro, and you're like, bro, I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do Oh, man. Oh, bro. Bro, man. You know what? This will this will always continue, bro. As well, this is the thing. This, and it's, it's always it's constant, bro. This is the last I, thing that we need to get done here. So I, I knew it wasn't going to be straightforward, bro. And then tomorrow, I hope I hope the decorators is straightforward, man. But um, yeah, I think I think you know what is, um, but you know what it is, yeah. At least uh, I have a feeling that if my if that person that turned up to your house yesterday turned up to my parents' house, yeah. <laughs> My dad, if that guy started to rationalize with himself in front of my dad, my dad would, for some reason, get that confidence in him. Be like, hey, take this in it. It will yeah. get done, right? Yeah, you, you can do it. Okay, let's do it. Okay, let's do it. Because he's thinking, the price that he's Based on my job, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he doesn't realize he's got to do it. My dad only, only criticizes once he's been through the situation, mm. given the person praise, and then someone else has come and, you know, Critique the work and said this is a rubbish job and he'd be like ha rubbish isn't it ha mnaka moto salo up until that moment he was a saint salo mara paisa kai you you know what I mean so and I don't know if this happens in every every household but you know what, the listeners you know what, if you're listening then you know tell us you know how does how does building work or any kind of trade work get done in your house yeah um, because obviously you know we. Me and Rod sometimes pick the wrong people to come. We through, do. So, um, you know, even even though we've said, don't cheap out. Yeah. But um, it, it's funny though. It's funny how you can, from a from a couple of words, you're like, this person knows what they're talking about. I feel safe. I feel safe leaving my property in this person's capable hands, bro. Yeah, because they're gonna like hook it up. This one, bro. Yeah, and I had druch that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Shaking, bro. His hands were shaking. 
shit. <laughs> it was so perfect. it was it was so weird. I was like, why are you still here? And I can't say to him, are you going to go to Gayane, bro? I can't say anything to him. So I was just standing there. And then I'm just faffing around. I'm literally going around in circles, moving the skirting boards. And he's like, so what do you want to do? I was like, I don't want you to do the job, mate. Yeah, yeah, I said, I don't want you to do it. I don't feel feel confident in you doing it. Yeah. Uh, And it's like, you know, when you've gone into the job, you've got the job. How the hell does someone talk themselves out of it? He talked himself out of the job, bro. He talked himself out of the job. He talked his friend into it, but he talked himself out. Uh, Do you know what, man? Uh, It's it's, um... (laughs) fucking hilarious, bro. It is hilarious, man. It is hilarious. But yeah, that was my my struggle this week, bro. That was a struggle I wanted to share. You know what, though? I think there's a learning curve here, but sometimes, you know, you'll come across someone who's convinced you and they'll still, you you might still have the same experience in it. But I think this is good for us to to go through because hopefully we can uh, call someone's bullshit when they come through the door in it. But sometimes people are just so convincing. They are, bro. They are. But Tejase, Tejase is for sure, bro. I've heard that multiple times. Definitely. Definitely. There's always a guy called that says Tejase. Hey, if you can't go to Tejase, Tejase, next thing you know, this guy's electrocuted himself, bro. <laughs> yeah, done some Natuk, bro. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Do you ever get, like, when you're talking to your missus and she's explaining something to you, yeah? she forgets that you are human and you may not understand the first time you may not understand what they're trying to say the second time so the third time yeah is like you have to go not they go naught to 100 bruv and they say it so loud yeah that the neighbor can hear because they're so frustrated with you bruv yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's 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 as if like i'm back in that car with my dad and he's asking me those math questions again <laughs> so the third time if i've not understood it i lie and say yeah i understood yeah then yeah, no, it makes perfect sense bro and then <laughs> and then you do it wrong and then you fucking yeah. get your gun whipped bro yeah exactly bro how how do you overcome that bro yeah because i'm actually the thing is i'm actually listening intently and you've got they've got my you've got she's got my 110% attention, but I just do not understand what she's trying to say. Does that make sense? So, <laughs> do you know what, bro? It's the same thing here. It's yeah. the same thing. It will be something that they'll mention something, and it may be a reference to an earlier conversation, which has now been forgotten, or you haven't kept track of it. And then they'll, they'll, they'll reference that, and they'll be like, this needs to be done or you need to do this or we need to discuss this or we have to figure this out or do you have an update on this and then you give that blank look and then and then bruv yeah i i've got maybe twice you know how you know how like on street fire the energy bars this is like the reverse bruv they're like getting more and more angry bruv they're getting more and more powerful that's um there's definitely one thing I want to try to improve this year is basically try to understand everything. Obviously, that's impossible, bro. But I'm just saying, in it. 
but that was a a struggle that I uh, that I came across uh, this week, bruv. But um, what was it you were trying to? What were you? What was it that you needed to understand? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember, bruv, for the life of me. Bruv. If I remember in this episode, I'll tell you. Yeah. But, okay. um, bring it back yeah, maybe that's the maybe that's the problem the memories the, the the memory's not as good as it used to be as well so you know could be man I mean we're past we're past the age where things grow which now at the age where things start to deteriorate isn't it yeah exactly oh man <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um, so those are your struggles those are my struggles man and uh, by the input that you've put today there's not many uh there's not many solutions to those struggles <laughs> no bro. there's no there's no solutions bro there's only solace yeah there's, only, there's <laughs> only someone to be like oh, okay my girl my girl girl ki kahani bro <laughs> exactly <laughs> speaking of like uh, a, another another kahani bro uh yeah. we had a request didn't we of, of a topic to discuss we did yeah okay so do you want to get into it yeah, go for it. You do it, man. All right. So this is from Krishna. Shout out, Krishna. Um, okay. So he reached out to us with a very specific struggle. Not sure if you guys have covered shakpaji shopping with your parents as kids. Were you the kid who had to wait in the car while mom double parked on the yellow because there's never any parking and then pe- people are hooting at the eight-year-old kid in the car? mad stress or did you go in with her and witness the madness of choosing shak i remember it was always good to have an in with the gaka with half gloves who either saved you the good shak round the back vip style or actually did the picking for you and said sorry ben binda first class do our kids even get exposed to this cultural rite of passage nowadays. That was my every weekend. Then our treat was to go next door to the bun shop and get juicy fruit chewing gum or bubblicious chewing gum. Forget soft play and play dates. It was shark bhaji weekenders every weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that brings out some memories. But you know what? Mine was different, but I know you went through something similar, right? When we were growing up, there wasn't as many shakpaji places in South London as there are in North. I think in North London, you've obviously got the big hitters, yeah? Your VBs and your, you know, dados and all the rest of it. And I think in South, there was, there was a small, the small admins, right? The small time players, yeah? Your Deepak Kesh and Kerry, bro. <laughs> the startups. The startups. Start-ups. <laughs> But I do remember when we used to go to Wembley and stuff. Oh, bruv. It was like chock-a-block, man. There's no there's no concept of road uh, rules or no manners, bruv, yeah? Man's a... Bruv, it's like a massacre. There's man's that are like, park the car on the curb, park the car wrong way around. There's some um, kako carrying a massive bag of elephant ata on his shoulder. And they're just like other man's running around with right. It's just madness, bro. Yeah, I remember my mom and my um uh, my gaki used to go shopping. Like once in a while, they'll do like rasan shopping, and they wouldn't do it in south. They'd go all the way to north just to, because it was more variety, better prices. 
and they'll go on, they'll be gone the whole day, bruv. And I think on a few occasions I must have gone with them, and it was very traumatizing, bruv, because I was like, nah, man, I ain't doing this again. But um, yeah, we definitely had this uh, experience of like just witnessing the chaos. Also, one thing I was thinking about, you know, about like this whole shagpaji thing. Bruv, do you remember those dubbas of the telno dubbo? Yeah. It's like a barrel, bruv. And and then you it was always a pain because then you have to transfer that barrel into the small one that is used in the kitchen. And oh, that's all that's your job, bruv. That's your responsibility. Bruv, yeah. And then obviously sometimes you'll spill it and it'll get on the carpet, then you get bollocked for that. But it doesn't that sound crazy, bruv, right now? that we used to have literally a barrel of pride oil in every household, 15 pound, brother, that's how much it was. Yeah. And you know, um, Satish would be loading your car up. Cause you know, you know, in, the, <laughs> you know, in you have the shopping. Yeah. <laughs> Super service, right? There's some Danny on that comes and put, puts everything into your car for you. <laughs> I know. I used There'll always be a man that will come with you, you who'll follow yeah. you. Like you do all of your shopping, you like do your bill and everything, and then you know you you hear you hear the arti playing, you know in in the in the shop, uh, and there's the smell of agarbati, all of that, yeah. And then there's this side man, like he doesn't work at the till. His only job is to pack and then load, right? Oh no, actually, you know, there's another guy that there's one person who packs, and then there's another guy who he's literally just waiting there on point. And any per any person, yeah, will load it into. It was good service though, good customer service, bro. Is that is top top notch service, isn't it? You don't get that now. No nah. way, are you getting that? Now? I don't think they do that now, bro. You don't get yeah. that. I I also remember people like I do remember you know like one person like carrying, and this is not because I actually personally went, yeah, because I always remember. My mum used to go with the big stuff. I remember when I, my boy used to live with me, so she'd go and get the small stuff in it, yeah, with a little little tello, bruv, yeah. <laughs> this little, I can describe it to you, but it won't do it justice. But I know everyone's boy had this one little tello, bruv, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you get the bus to the to the mill. But anyway, I digress. But that 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 service, yeah. Either if you know, it was like it's either the the bag of um atta on your on the shoulder and then it's super slammed did it <laughs> it slammed down smack into down, the, smack down smack down yeah into the car yeah <laughs> yeah and then oh if it's the big if it was a big shop you got the you know the the, the wheelie the wheelbarrow no, oh the wheelbarrow, yeah. yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah um so they slide that under the you know the boxes and whatever and put that straight into the you know what and saying that yeah that christian mentioned a treat like I never, you know, going to the bun shop next door, bro, yeah, to get bubblicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do feel like that that is a thing, man. If you go and do an errand, yeah, like going to a shark bhaji shop, yeah, with your mom, yeah, you know you're in your quids in, yeah, to get you something. You get something. Bro, yeah. You'll get something. There will be something to sweeten the deal, man. Yeah, of course, because they're in a good mood that you get one, yeah. you went with them. Two, they they finished a chore that they had to, you know, run an errand, yeah. And, you know, you were there to to either help physically or witness it <laughs> yeah, just get know, in the right. car like uh like Krishna. <laughs> that's so stressful imagine being in a car and all these kakas are horning at you <laughs> yeah true bro double yellows you know when you're you know like back in the day in those days yeah parents wouldn't care they'd park their car willy-nilly ain't no nah. one coming basically you know what i mean there was no i think ordinance didn't exist there bro nah, that was okay. like a little patch of india 
That's what it was, isn't it? It, it was exactly <laughs> no packed. rules, bro. Lawless. Um, it was normal to see a car moving slowly, someone jump out, yeah, go in there, come back. Five men, five kids in yeah. the car, five kids, exactly, all on and the floor, like little roll, roll out the car, bro. <laughs> rolling out, basically, yeah, going into Shaq Bhaji's shop, grabbing everything, and coming rolling back, back and, in, yeah, roll, literally rolling back, moving car, yeah, before it hits the traffic light, yeah. There's no need to park, bro. <laughs> Wait, you know what was normal though? I'll tell you what was normal. Yeah. And anyone who had a shop, yeah. It, you, you, if you had a shop, your parents didn't park on the pay, on the uh, on the road, yeah? They parked on the pavement, bro. Yeah, oh, yeah standing yeah, on yeah. the actual pavement. I'm not talking about two wheels on the pavement. I mean the whole thing. VIP parking on the pavement, bro. Like so it's you, your own spot. <laughs> I'm telling you now, the amount of times, the amount of cars you see on the pavement in a shop parade, you know you get a a local shop parade, yeah. Mm. Imagine that, yeah. They used to just park any gap anywhere that you know disturbing that, that that car is getting rammed onto the pavement, bro. Standard, yeah. Four wheels, yeah. And you walk out, bro, like Shadish, bro. <laughs> but yeah, man. I think for you know what for us, yeah, it it was different because I do have those. I don't have that memory of going to a Shack Budgie shop, yeah. But for us, it was when you get picked up after school, by. Mm. You know what, I always, you know, nowadays when you pick up modern parents, you know, when you pick up your kids after school, there's, there's two places you're going. One of them obviously is going to be home mm-hmm. or you're taking them to an after school club. But one thing for sure, yeah, is that you've got snacks for your kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether it's going home or because that's your priority in it. Right now, I think we've got that luxury or that modern parent mind mindset, I'd say, in this generation to make sure that they're sorted, they're getting to their clubs, but they're fit, they're fed or whatever. Right. Same, it was there, it was like that then as well. I remember when my dad used to come pick me up from school, yeah? If my, I would, I would, and nine times out of ten, it was always him. Bro, when he comes pick me up, I know we're going cash and carry, bro. Yes? <laughs> <laughs> bro, he, bro, you know what? He, you, you might think, yeah? So if I needed to go to, for a Tesco run or, or Sainsbury's in this day and age, mm. uh, you know, while I do, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to pick up the kids because that's the priority. So I'll yeah. just run by Tesco as well. But no, nah. yeah. what this was is he's probably had to, he probably know he needs to go cash and carry and he should have probably done it early in the day before picking me up. Yeah. Mm. But he'll be like, oh, well, I'm going cash and carry anyway. So I'll pick him up as well. Yeah. So I'm the, I'm the extra luggage. Yeah. <laughs> bro. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And the thing is anyone who had a shop and you went cash and carry, bro, yeah, and you went best way, best way, especially I remember this. Yeah. You park up, you get, you know, you, you, you get in the car with your dad when he picks you up. He's like, I have to go catch and carry. I'm like, fuck sake. Yeah. Like in my mind, I'm not swearing, but I'm thinking, oh man, this is going to be so long. Yeah. You can't say anything. Yeah. Because no, no, if, you say, if you say a one word, one negative <laughs> word. Yeah. It's like, Jubes. Yeah. All that kind of, you get that lecture, bro. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I love it. There's no, there's no. There's no point, man. It's too scary. He might kick me out of the car or whatever. If this guy hits, if this guy hits 100, yeah, yeah, not the 60 or not 200, yeah, I'm finished, yeah. So there's no point, man. Anyway, so we have that journey in the car. But no snacks, yeah. But this no guy, no, unless my mum's remembered, yeah. My mum comes with snacks, bro, yeah. But yeah. I know, yeah. There's no, there's nothing in it. That's it. You wait until you get home. You cash and carry, and he'll rather be like, because I'm underage. Yeah. Oh, you can't go inside. When you, when you go best way, you can go inside, but there's a room for kids. So okay. 
But you, I'm like, I'd rather, I'd rather at that age walk around with him, innit? Yeah, I don't want to see yeah. it in the... In, you've done the car thing. With all the other kids, all the other Indian kids. You're with, that's all you're with. So if you're in the car, you know it's going to be long because you're just going to be sitting there watching paint. It's like watching paint dry, yeah? You watch people... Come, you're, you've been locked in your own car, bruv, yeah? The windows probably aren't <laughs> even cracked, yeah? So you're, that's it. You've got nothing, you got nothing, bruv, yeah? No air. Imagine this, yeah? In this that day and age, it's okay to lock your kids in the car... <laughs> I just leave him be, bruv, yeah? No one's going to grab, grab them, yeah? <laughs> but anyway, that's, that's option one. Option two is you go in and you pray that the the guy that's working at the door doesn't say to your dad, uh, oh, he's underage and he needs to go sit in that room and you can mm. walk around your dad, yeah? That never happened, bruv. I had to go in that run room. This is one room, most depressing room ever, where it had mm. count tables in there and you can do your homework if you want or you can watch TV, yeah? And there's other kids in there, bro. The thing with that, yeah, is the well, amount... The way you're describing is like it's like a jail cell. Bro. It's a jail cell, bro. <laughs> and your dad... You, bro, your dad's not... You know, this these days, yeah, you'd hurry up because you're like, my kids are going to be hungry, they're going to be this, they're going to be that, they're going to throw the dummy out of the pram because the kids have more control these days because we let them, right? In the sense mm-hmm. that... Because, yeah... Back then, obviously, you know, parents have the control. It's like, he'll eat when I tell him to eat. Yeah, <laughs> or yeah, I don't care if he's hungry. I've got bills to pay. I'm getting my my stock that I need to get from a list and I'm going to take my time and I'm going to make sure I get the r- right stuff and get everything and then we go home, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's not... Yeah, yeah. Oh, he'll stop, have a conversation with, you know, someone who's working there. Harish Bhai. Someone who's got a shop down the road. Bro, you would see someone that would be cash, okay? Bro, it would take like two and a half, three hours, bro, yeah? And I, I specifically remember all these other kids were in there. Yeah, if there's other boys in there, bro, yeah, especially if those, if there's, if you're outnumbered, bro, there would be ruckus, bro, in there. Yeah, really? Like, yeah. Trust me. Yeah, it was mad. Like if you're, you know, like. I mean, wait, where's your shop? Where's your shop? Where's your shop? Not that yeah. even that kind of stuff. Like it's just like you just get cussed because if you're on your own, you see, you're an easy target. If there's two people known to each other, they're just gonna gang up on you, innit? Yeah. 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 I remember this one time, bro. Yeah, where <laughs> some of these. What I remember, one of these, um, one of the kids was like known to me, known to us. Yeah, and he, <laughs> he was like dog eat dog kind of thing. Yeah, where he was a very annoying kid. Very annoying, yeah. And he used to annoy the shit out of me. But I think it was mutual, yeah. I remember one time it got to a point where he had. So an he was regular, proper, regular, regular at this that. place, yeah, regular, okay. yeah. You never saw him outside of this. Oh yeah, I, I knew this person because they used to. We I, there was times where I used to get picked. You know, you have that one kako who does the school drop-offs of kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about yeah. Don't see that. <laughs> <laughs> who comes with his stick and he's like come pick you up and all his job is to make sure you get to school on time and you get picked up on time but then he's doing yeah. it for another parent whose kids go to a different school so this was it yeah <laughs> bro <laughs> bro yeah so i'm gonna digress from this story a bit but this uncle used to pick us up yeah in his nissan bluebird i used to go to um i used to go to his school and it was far, so my parents hired this cackle, bro, to take me because they knew he was doing it, yeah? Red, red Nissan Bluebird, bro. And then there was another kid who used to go to another school, yeah? Private mm. school. He'd get picked up. And he'd just be the most hyperactive kid. And with mm. both of us in the backseat, he'd never sit still. And I used to be... And I used to think, this guy's going to hurt me one day. Just with... His, not, <laughs> not intentionally, but his arms all over the fucking place. Hyper... I was like, this is fucking getting too much. 
And then we start having fights in the back, like wrestling and all that kind of shit. In the back seat, yeah? Wrestling, bro. And this guy called has no idea what's going on in the back. Don't see that, he's just minding his business. Cash, yeah? Either he's turning a blind eye to it, he doesn't want to get involved, yeah? Or he just thinks, you know, he's just like, fuck it, I just want to get my money. I just want to, you know, that's it. Just get my job done. I can get paid. Exactly. Get these two kids out. Bro, it got so bad that one day, and this is, yeah... I was like, I'm not taking this shit no more, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so I had a school cap. You know, you get a school cap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was dreading it. So I was like, I'm going to take, I put a cup, you know, you get your compass. <laughs> yeah. I wrapped, <laughs> I wrapped my cap with tape. Yeah. And folded it in half. And I had the compass sticking out a little bit. Yeah. And I said, if this motherfucker tries anything on me in the back seat of that fucking car, yeah. Wants to wrestle or whatever, or punch up or whatever. Yeah? I'm going to stab him with the compass. I'm going to stab him with the compass. Yeah. I'm going to stab him with the compass. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know what happened that day. Yeah. I, and it, probably it didn't happen because he sat in the front seat. Yeah. Because there's another word kid got, joining Word us got around. Day. Well, no, no, he, I don't know if word got around, but there was another kid on the run. Tulsi Das hooked up another fare, innit? Because he had one more seat. Yeah. Tulsi Das running Uber Paul, bro. Exactly. So it was cash, and that kid was all right. And I remember um, one time when the three of us did have to sit in the back, yeah, the other kid ganged up on him with me, bro. Yeah. So it was, it was cash. But I remember there was punch ups in this, in this, um, the same kind of shit, that kind of stuff used to happen in, when you're waiting at Best Way, bruv, sometimes, yeah? Especially mm. if it's boys, yeah? Because if you're in there too long, bruv, yeah? It is what it is, bruv. And it, you mentioned like a jail, yeah? It mm. felt like that. And then you realise, actually, it's kind of like that because there's nothing else to do. There's nothing to do. What else? So you nothing turn else. on each other. You turn on each other, bruv, yeah? Mm. And you're like, and you don't, and you, you're like, oh man, where's my dad coming? Is, it, is that him? They go, they go tea, they go tea right there. And then, you know, your dad's like, hurry up, he's like, hurry up, man. You know the guy that who loads the trolley from, you know, he there's two trolleys and he loads from one, scans and puts it on the other one. Yeah, yeah. And then your dad pays the bill and everything. He's like, okay, come on, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and if you you don't say anything in the car, innit? You skip out. <laughs> you skip out. You don't say, oh, dad, you know what? I don't want to go. I don't want to go there, man. He goes, Kim. I was like, that boy's bullying me. Then you eat him. Yeah. And then you're like, are you a, what do you call it? Are you a wussy? Are you a wuss? What was the, what's the, what was the, um, what was the terminology back then that your dad probably wuss, used? Uh, it would have been wuss. Wuss or something. Yeah. Are you a girl? Are you okay? Are you, you, know, you know what I mean? Isn't it? I don't yeah. know, man. Like, they're so politically incorrect. Yeah. Of what they're trying to say. Yeah. They don't, they don't think to themselves, oh, you know what? Okay. Fair, fair. You know, these days, if your kid came home to you and said, oh, that kid's bullying me, bro. Yeah. And all they said was the minor, most minor thing. You'd go and ring up the teachers and be like, hey, look, yeah, this is uh, this is not happening, man. What's is that on? line? Is that line? Yeah. But I don't know, man. But yeah, I digress completely off Christian's story. But that's what that's what it was, man. That's where we were at, man. I mean, it is basically your those are the struggles, bro. Your struggles yes. weren't weren't around uh parking. It was more about staying alive, bro. Yeah. You know, surviving. Healthy. <laughs> in best <Yeah>. way. <laughs> yeah, in best way. That's jokes, bro. Dulcy does in his bloody pickups, man. Dulcy Das, man. Yeah, his, his, yeah, man. It was, uh, his uncle, his name was Bravin, Bravin, uncle. Oh, it was Bravin, uncle, okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Dulcy Das, it sounds better, isn't it? <laughs> Dulcy Das just hits, bro. <laughs> um, so we also have a Gugan. I, I was playing this to, um, like reading this out, this, uh, struggle to Gogan and she was like, I have I have one to share related to this topic. So I'm gonna play it. 
So every year, uh, we have this Nagakitan. It's a Sikh celebration, religious celebration. We'd go there every year in November. And when we were younger, we used to live in the city. So this particular one was based out of Yuba City, and it's a big one that everybody would go to. Um, and it was based in Central California, which is mostly farmlands and like on your way there, it's farmlands and Yuba city itself was a lot of farmlands. Um, so we would go there and then on the way back guaranteed my mom or my grandma or whatever Masi Chachi was in our car with us would be like, look, there's mustard growing on the side of the road, pull over, pull over. And then they would proceed to pull out bags from the trunk or the boot, as you guys would call it, and just start filling up these carrier bags of mustard leaves so that they could go home and make sog. So they skipped the Indian shops. They just went straight to the source. Wow. Yeah, bro. That is mad. Just go pick it out from the farm, bro. Straight, direct. Source, yeah? At source. Can you imagine just loading up your loading up your car with like just having carrier bags on standby, <laughs> just in bro, case we see some has... gadget growing somewhere, bro, on the M1. <laughs> <laughs> Stop off, yeah. That is mad. But do you know what? It's farmlands, isn't it? At the end of the day, over so, there it is. Yeah, yeah. Ain't no farmlands in London, bro. We, you think there's been farmland in South, bro? Yeah. People own those farms, though. Yeah. So there's someone. Yeah. Just, just. Oh man, madness, madness! Straight to source, probably fresh as well, though. Still, <laughs> but it would be, it would be. Would, I, I, if I'm in, in that situation and I'm a kid, I'm embarrassed, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm literally like you know, crawl, hiding, you know, literally wanting the ground to smaller me up, or just slouching down into my seat in the car, bro. <laughs> but you know what? Knowing those days, you'd be the one picking, bro. Yeah, you'd be <laughs> out there. <laughs> Your dad's going to be like, come on, man, get to work. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Well, if you don't, yeah, you get the lectures, isn't it? Yeah, get the good pandras. No, and also, you know, when you say like, if you have the courage to say, look, it's a bit embarrassing, dad. Like, hey, yeah, isn't it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's all, it's all casual, all legal. Yeah, <laughs> it's all legal, bro. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, right? You look up to this person, so you're thinking... He, he this this is a good outstanding man of this of society. Isn't he? Obviously, he's not. Gonna, he's my dad, but he's not going to lead me down the wrong path. He's there to you know guide me. Yeah, this is this is it. Well, little do they know, isn't it? Yeah, that this guidance and this these kind of antics that they pull, yeah, sometimes has a long lasting effect. No, it does. Guess. But you know yeah. what? I I do want to say that. Yeah. Because of that, I think. I am a little bit more um, like that kind of behavior growing up from parents, like <clears throat> not necessarily doing, it's not, it's not this illegal, but not necessarily doing something like going against the grain basically. Yeah. Right. I feel like the mentality or the audacity for you to do for our parents to do that and us seeing them do that and be like, Oh, you can challenge the system. Whatever it is, right? Whatever, whatever it is, whatever small, bogus rule that there is, but they like, nah, I ain't gonna listen to that. And I think that has actually helped me get far in life because 
especially if you're trying to innovate or you're trying to disrupt or you're trying to do something that hasn't been done before you cannot follow rules in fact if you follow rules you're you're not you're not really going to affect change right so i i do think that there is something there man i think that there is something there that we've we've our generation have, has picked up which is why we can be quite successful at things because we don't we sometimes find oh there's there's a different way of doing something you don't always have to do it you know a b c d kind of situation does that make sense 100% it's about it's um because they're opportunistic isn't it they see an opportunity and they grab it right at the end of the day they go for yeah. it so no it makes sense i completely agree but there's also this other thing right where and i think you know when they the, you can have that mentality to be opportunistic and then that will rub off on you basically. So you go in, you're more, um, you know, you're, you, you, you have more um, about you to, to go against the grain, but there's also this other thing, other side of it where it's like, ah, oh, if you feel embarrassed when picking up those leaves with, yeah, mm -hmm. if you, or if you felt embarrassed that they were doing that, then sometimes it has this other effect where you're like, ah, oh, this, you know, going, Oh, my dad used to do that. I used to find that embarrassing, so I'm not going to do it. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you go completely opposite. You go completely opposite. And it depends. It, it just, it's not a given. But I think there's been points where I felt that way. Does that make sense? But now mm. I'm thinking, actually, you know what? No, man. He was, it, it was, it was um, him going against the grain and challenging the system, basically. Does that make yeah. sense? You have to challenge uh, the status quo and go against the grain sometimes because if you're just going to follow the crowd, then you're just going to be stuck to in certain scenarios. Does that make sense? So, yeah. but I, I, you know, it depends how it goes, man. And it depends how on the person who's exposed to it as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think there's, there's definitely po more positives than negatives to that, that, that kind of, um, that kind of scenario, man. Um, I think that's us, man. That is us, bruv. That is us. Thank you all for listening. Uh, please do as Krishna does and uh, not only wait in the car patiently for probably his wife now, isn't it? Who's doing the shopping, right? If he's, if he's, if he still hasn't changed his ways, then uh, my man's still in the car park, bruv, waiting for the binda, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked on that double yellow line. Fucked on the double yellow line in the lawless patch of North London, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> where everyone's just still you know wilding out but no thank you so much krishna for that feedback and the the struggle thank you for sharing your struggle and uh yeah i think we've got some good uh good mileage out of it definitely definitely thank you krishna uh, do you have any shout outs this week but just shout out the listeners isn't it at the end of the day um good start to the new year i know it's your second episode that you've done this year my first so uh just uh yeah man shout out to everyone and hopefully um you know this year's off to a uh a fast start yeah hopefully hopefully it's off to a blinder a blinder all right everyone share the struggle find the funny see you later peace bye